Welcome to the Parenting with Play podcast. I'm really pleased you're here because this week we're going to talk about anxiety. Do your children get anxious? And do you sometimes feel that they're getting more anxious that's what would be considered quote unquote normal? Do you feel that they're quite an anxious type of person or is there something in particular that is causing them anxiety and you're at a bit of a loss for how to help them because you've probably been really beautiful and reassuring and loving and really trying to coax them out of this anxiety to help them to face the fear because you might think well this is something that they have to overcome or you might think well actually this isn't that bad so you really need to get through this but it's just not making any difference at all. And then you just go, well, I don't really know what to do now with you because it's so heartbreaking, isn't it? Seeing our children struggling and it's the last thing in the world we want for them. And perhaps you might be able to relate to your own anxiety, either growing up or some things that you might feel now. So today's episode is really how to help your child with anxiety by using play. And I know I keep going on about play, but play is such a powerful tool that you can use with your child in quite a therapeutic way. And it can be really simple and fun for both of you. So to start off with, I'd love for you to imagine that you are driving to go and give a presentation. It could be a work, a speech at work. It could be a workshop that you're running. It could be you're going to give a speech at your friend's wedding or a social gathering and you are terrified. You are feeling sick. You're sweating. You would give any money to turn that car around and go in the other direction and do something else, preferably just hide in a room and watch Netflix. And so you call a friend and that friend is lovely and loving and really reassuring and sort of tells you to don't worry, you're going to be great. I know that you're really good at this. You'll be really interesting and don't worry about it. Um, you're going to be really good and everybody messes up sometime and the more you do, the better it will get. And you could be listening to them and going, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. And you can feel momentarily reassured because you've made a connection with somebody else, which is the number one thing we all need to do. And one of the big problems that many people face with anxiety is they actually just contract and don't reach out. So the fact that, you know, in this instance, you're, you're reaching out to a friend, but their reassurance does feel good at the time. And you can feel a little bit bolstered and go, yeah, okay, all right, I can do this. But as you drive into the venue, into the parking lot by the venue, you park your car, you get out, you gather your things and you walk there and then you get to the venue and you see all those people, you can start that feeling of sickness is just so, can be so debilitating. You want to turn around, your palms are clammy and you really, really feel sick and you just don't want to do this and you get on stage and you sort of feeling really stumbling and a bit overwhelmed and it just can go really, could go well or it can just be really, really difficult. So that's somebody with helping you with just talking to you about it. So now I'd like you to imagine that you're driving to the venue and you're on the phone to your really good friends. So again, you're reaching out, you're making connection with somebody else. And this wonderful friend of yours suggests 
that you just start speaking mumbo jumbo. You start sort of pretending you're giving your speech and you're just going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and you're just talking utter rubbish. And you both sort of go back and forth talking this utter rubbish and they're going, oh, blah, blah, that's amazing, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you're just being really silly talking mumbo jumbo. And then you might then start to go, oh, well, what I really want to say is this is so rubbish. And, and perhaps saying the opposite things of what you want to actually say in your presentation. And you deliberately muck it up and you're both laughing so much because it is so awful <laughs> and, um, and just silly. And you two together and your friend is laughing with you and thinking you're hilarious and encouraging you to be as silly um, and ridiculous as possible. What happens this time around is that you're, you've, you've reached out and you've made that connection. You've got some reassurance because your friend is also reassuring you too. But you are feeling so much more relaxed. Your, your body is calmer. You're way less uptight and stressed. You've got loosened up, you're feeling, you can see the sunny, the funny side of things. And you're just then, by the time you get there, you're, you've had this little giggle, makes you sort of feel warm and a bit fuzzier inside. And yes, you still feel nervous, but that sensation of being really connected to your friend, of releasing some ten, a lot of tension through the laughter with your friend, of being silly, it, that overrides a lot of the anxiety that you might be feeling. And so you don't feel the same degree of sensations. You don't feel as sweaty and sick and just trembling because you've released a lot of this tension on the way there. And that is the power of play. And that situation happened with me. I called my lovely friend Marion Rose before doing um, an early workshop that I ran. And I was like, I'm so scared. I can't do this. And we just were really silly in the car as I was driving there and doing all this blah, 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 blah. It made such a difference. So by the time I got there, I was relaxed. I'd laughed lots. Um, felt connected and I could do this. And we actually both did this with each other when the first times we were starting to do Facebook lives or anything we were anxious about. We just phoned each other up and was really silly and um, connecting playfully down the phone. And it made such a difference. And this is what you can do with your child too. Because whatever your child is struggling with, chances are you've, you've been so beautifully reassuring, as I've said, but we can get uptight too with our child. We can take this really seriously because we don't want our child to feel anxious and stressed out. And we know how awful it feels to feel separation anxiety or to have anxieties around friendships or to be afraid of the dark. So many of us would have grown up knowing exactly how that feels. And so a lot of the time is that your anxiety will also come to the fore when you're trying to help your child with their anxiety. And so it can become a, an increasingly stressful situation because you're taking it really seriously because you desperately want to help them. But it doesn't seem to be making much of an impact. And even though in the moment you might be reassuring your child and they're going, oh, yeah, OK, and you can come up with strategies and you can be rationalizing things and being really reasonable in your child. And, they, you know, when they're talking to you is like, yeah, 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 I can do this. 
but then it actually doesn't make any difference when it comes to the time of your child actually needing to separate from you or go to a situation where they're a bit worried about their friendships, friends, or say at bedtime when they're still afraid of the dark, no matter what you've been saying to them. So I really want you to know that play is such an effective way. And the one of the reasons why what you might have been doing already isn't working so well is because when we become emotional about things, the rational part of our brain stops working so well. Um, and so you can be as reasonable and rational as possible. And it seems to like bounce off your child. And it just like ping, they're just not paying attention. They can't take it in. It doesn't seem to make sense to them. And you might be getting increasingly frustrated and trying to think, find of other ways to explain things to them or to help them verbally with it. And it's just not going in. Or as I said, it might be going in in the calm time when you're cuddling your child and they are enveloped with your love and that they understand it then. But when they're in that situation away from you, it's like the terror is back. So I invite you to play, to find whatever it is that your child is feeling scared about. And instead of avoiding it, is to use it and turn it into something that's really silly. So that's why for separation anxiety, hide and seek is a great game to help your child um, be silly around separating from you and then reuniting with you. Because also what play does is that it, well, first of all, it bypasses that rational part of the brain that I was saying that so that they can't be rational and reasonable because they can't, their brain can't think well. So what play does is it jumps straight over that, the prefrontal cortex, the front part of the child's brain and straight into the limb, the emotional part of the brain, the limbic system. And so by then connecting with your child emotionally through play and helping them to release the tension through play, that is what's going to help calm them down. That's what's going to help them to actually feel more confident, to, to feel more capable of being in those situations. So, for example, separation game, hide and seek, what also happens is that, well, your child will giggle and really delight in hiding from you uh, with increasing degree of capability as they get older and then also delighting in perhaps jumping out and you go mommy I'm here I'm here so they are then also back in charge of the separation and the reappearance and they become the more powerful ones because they get to choose where to hide and how difficult to hide and then they get to choose to reappear and jump out and go I'm here it gives them power back so play can help your child to offset the power imbalances that happens when your child is feeling really anxious because they don't want to separate from you they don't want to play with that friend who's not being very nice to them and perhaps hit them in the past and so they're now feeling anxious again. They don't want to go to bed in a dark room that they're feeling really scared about. So by helping them to bypass that rational part of the brain, to connect emotionally and to start to feel more powerful again, such as an example of hide and seek, that is going to counter their debilitating anxiety. Now, I heard this great story and I can't remember if it's a hand in hand story or if it's just a child's story, but I love it of um, a child who was afraid of the dark 
and so would quack in all the different areas of the bedroom before going to sleep. And what that does is it is ridiculous. It's silly. It's funny. Um, it's, it's just silly. And, and I think sometimes we can take parenting so seriously and think we have to really sort of deeply analyze things and really talk about things. We're in actual fact, jumping around the room like a, you know, a lunatic and having so much fun together or quacking in different areas like a duck to, to scare off any potential monsters there is something that just releases the tension. And that is what's going to really help your child with anxiety, not talking about it again and again and again. It's about addressing what your child is afraid of and turning it into something silly. So like when I was on the car on the way to to give the workshop and I was like so scared, instead of being sort of distracted by something completely um, off field, which can help, but it was about addressing what am I scared about? I'm scared about standing up and, and presenting this workshop and not knowing what I'm talking about and having people saying, what? I don't understand. <laughs> um, so by talking complete mumbo jumbo, by saying the complete opposite of what I was wanting to say, that was silly and funny and connecting. And I could laugh and laugh and laugh and laughter is a fantastic way to release stress. We talk about other things about also tears and tantrums, and that is really important too in helping your child with anxiety to release through that. But releasing tension through laughter is fantastic. And you only need to look at animals to see how they play. And dogs will play um, with each other around things that might be a bit scary. Like a dog will go and go up to a big dog and then they will be playful together and they will play to just the degree of, um, of strength or bitingness. They won't actually hurt each other. You'll see chimps will play, you know, the big chimps will be playful with the little chimps to help the little chimps get more confident and more capable at doing things. Play is a really, really powerful tool. So the more that you can, play physically with your child as well as sort of silly words or what have you that's going to help and becoming more physically confident is going to help your child with their emotional confidence as well so that's why the simple games like jumping on the bed wrestling on the bed um, getting your child to push you over and you dramatically fall on your bed or you push them and then they push you back and then they are stronger than you. That is what's good. That's going to help your, your child, both girls and boys with physical strength to help counter feelings of anxiety. That physical confidence gives them that emotional confidence. So all of this playfulness, um, addressing the particular issue and just doing other things as well, like a wrestling game. It's going to really help to counter your child's anxiety. And just to give you an example, I had a client, Valeska, in um, Annoying to Amazing. And she was saying that her daughter was very, um, had separation anxiety and um, incessantly worrying about all sorts of things. She had, this daughter was six years old at the time um, and then started to just not feel feel uncomfortable about the clothing that she would have to wear in order to go to school so really you know the parents were really worried about their child and and didn't felt very helpless about knowing how to help them and just by being really playful in the mornings before school and being really silly and doing special time 
Um, she said the results were amazing. Going to school became easy again and the child was really willing to wear shoes and socks again, something that they would really complained about not wanting to wear and said that this is huge for her and so much progress and I know it's got to do with the games we played and describing how the child's confidence is starting to soar and they started seeing changes in behaviour within a week, just within a week of playing. So if your child is feeling anxious about things, know that you can really help them and it doesn't have to be complicated and silly. But what it does need to be is, uh, sorry, it doesn't need to be complicated and serious. What it does need to be is playful and silly. And the more that your child laughs about the situation or the game that you're playing, know that that's a really powerful way that you're helping your child because they are releasing the tension with you. So instead of trying to avoid the situation of what they're um, anxious about, use it in a playful way, incorporate it into play so that you can address it, laugh about it, move through it. And then that's going to help your child the next time that they're having to deal with that situation, they're going to feel physically stronger and more confident. They're also going to feel stronger connection with you that's going to help them in those situations. They're going to, because often play, we can, physical touch with play is very important too. So that releases oxytocin, that which is the love hormone. So they're just going to feel more connected, more loving with you and, and more confident. And then just going to it's just not going to be as great, uh, as big a deal for them because the um, the overwhelming nature of the issue has been busted because it's now just something that's really silly. It's not serious. And you've really helped them on a physical level rather than just doing the talk, talk, talk. You've really got to the emotional heart of the matter because play and the emotions is in the same part of the brain, which is the limbic system. So play is very, very powerful to release anxiety. It's brilliant. And also it's really good for you too, because you might be getting really stressed about your child being so anxious and your anxiety is increasing too, which is then fueling your child's anxiety, even though you're trying not to be anxious. You know, you can be in that cycle of just going round and round and round with anxiety and seriousness and getting stressed and then trying not to get really frustrated with your child. So the play will help your child and it will also help you because the more that you laugh with your child around this situation, you're going to be able to feel more confident about helping your child with it rather than it becoming this bigger and bigger, bigger issue that you're just like, oh, I don't know what to do with. So move in with play, be silly with your child and and follow the giggles as Larry Cohen from Playful Parenting says, that is going to really help your child and you to address the issues that they're anxious about and move through them in a way that can be really quick, actually quick and easy, like Valeska. And it was it took a week for them to see less than a week for them to see um, improvements on, on things that they had been really struggling about and, and not knowing how to help their child. So know that you can help your child and you can do it quite quickly and quite simply. Now, if you want to find out more about playful discipline, it could be to help with anxiety or it could be to help about behavior. I'm running a free online workshop all about playful discipline. So come along to parentingwithplay.com.au forward slash playful 
sign up and then we'll be talking more about how you can use play um, and then also talk about other areas that can help um, such as listening to upset feelings and your own stresses that might be coming up around it. Um, so come along to parentingwithplay.com.au forward slash playful and I really look forward to sharing more about play there's so much to talk about with play um, and and sharing the real benefits so that you can really leave knowing how to help your child with um, different situations by using play so have a great week and um let me know how you go. If you've got any questions, reach out to me through Instagram or through Facebook. The links are in the show notes and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Take care. Bye.